Hello, everybody from the Love and Light community. You know, it's Ashley Escobar, the Love and Light Activator with Angelic Love and Light. We are here. We, oh my God, it's been an intense energy that we had just purged from. So much goes on in our planets. Astronomy and astrology impacts us daily, whether people want to believe it or not. There are many people that are just not educated and don't have the wisdom and enlightenment to see. And that's why I, the astrology and astronomy guru, love to break it down, apply it, talk about it. And then I have all these people being like, oh my God, you're so right. (laughs) And I just humbly note it to myself. But I am here to give you guys um, an update since Venus has now gone direct and it was actually in retrograde and giving us a lot of intense energy over these last few weeks. It's It was retrograde since December and um, we're going to talk about that on this episode, all right? In order for everybody to understand astrology and astronomy, it, it does require me to have to break some things down and kind of teach and then apply the conversation part to it, but just follow along, take what you take, leave what you don't, and after... After I talk about everything, if you still don't believe, that's fine. That's your choice. But uh, for many of us, we do know that it impacts us daily. Um, It's something that you feel. And actually, many people have a hard time grasping it because they say they can't see it. But I was talking with my best friend the other day and I go, actually, they can technically see it because they see life being played out before their eyes every day and how it impacts human beings. So at a microscopic level, they really are seeing it. They just aren't aware of it and don't know how it all connects. So the first thing I want to say is that I think a lot of people have a misconception that, okay, astronomy is science and astrology is not, and that they don't go hand in hand. And actually all of that is fucking false. Um, Astrology and astronomy go hand in hand, and I help, can help make the connections, but they, they are applied together. It's a tool and a resource, and here's the other thing. I think a lot of people have a really hard time because they're not aware of what astrology is at a deeper level. I think they hear astrology, and they think horoscope, and it is so much more than a damn daily horoscope um, written in many forms by um astrologers all over okay it's way beyond that so for those of you who don't know i am a cancer sun moon i am very deep i'm holistic which just means across the board thinking and viewing things so everything is really deep and astrology and astronomy is very deep if you allow it to be but many people don't have the tools and wisdom to even understand it Um, But it's been a passion of mine my whole life, and I love connecting the dots for people. So with that said, astrology and astronomy have impacted all of us and have been used since ancient civilizations. I'm actually homeschooling my daughter, and we connect the dots of astrology and astronomy being used. It's how fishing um, cycles, farming seasons were were once um, kept track of. Uh, before the calendar was ever invented. So the lunar cycles 
with the moon actually have been uh, in charge of a lot of very uh, specific things over time and helped uh, society transform and evolve. And it does impact us every day. It's energy. And because people feel that they can't see energy, they're like, oh, I'm not impacted by it. Well, you are. Um, Each planet is ruled by a zodiac sign and has a function. And so these planets are making daily transits, just kind of um, the other word for transits, positioning, if you will. So they're making transits daily, but then there's other things like retrogrades and and full moons and new moons. And there's just, it's very complex and it's why most people don't understand it because they can't wrap their head around it. So Venus was retrograde since December in the sign of Capricorn. Venus retrograde is actually one of the hardest retrogrades there are. What is a retrograde? A retrograde is when the planet appears to be going backwards. It's really not. It's uh, metaphorically speaking to just go back in time and review, uh, reflect, and things come up within the subconscious mind and the emotional body that old cycles and things that need to be released. And actually, retrogrades are the harder parts of life that many people don't want to talk about but if you spiritually dive in to see what it's trying to teach you and learn the lessons whether it's good or bad or both um, from a balanced side of duality it will help you and then you can integrate new and you can actually apply the tools and the resources that they are in journey to make your life easier and more simple I don't know who doesn't like easy and simple especially in this day and age but So the retrograde period, um, you know, a big one that everyone knows about is Mercury retrograde. Well, people don't realize that actually Venus retrograde is the hardest planet. And here's why. It only happens once a year because it is the hardest. So when it happens, it happens. It's also Venus is the closest you've got these planets that have positions in the sky and Venus is the closest to earth so we feel it more we feel the energy of the retrograde more we feel what it stands for more that's why it's so complex and then when you have it going on with all of these other transits very small microscopic transits along with Mercury retrograde it brings a lot of energy and we're in Aquarius season. So we're always balancing multiple energies. And that's why the world is so unbalanced, honestly, because we've got a whole bunch of unbalanced people being impacted by these energies, walking around, not balancing their energies. And it's adding to the collective overall unbalanced energy. So what is Venus the planet? What does it um, What does it cover? What does it rule? Who rules it in the zodiac? I'm going to talk about all of that and start connecting the dots for you guys. So Venus is the planet of not only love and intimacy, but overall relationships in general. So you think about relationships, there's different types of relationships. We've got relationships at work. We have, you know... Uh, relationships within our families, all different types of relationships. It's actually also the planet of harmony and peace 
but even more so, and people underestimate or are very unaware of this, they just relate it with love, desires, and finances, money. Who rules Venus? There's actually two signs that rule Venus because there's more zodiacs than there are planets, and the sun and the moon aren't considered planets, but they have a zodiac assigned to them as well. Taurus and Libra rule Venus. So these signs may have felt um, the retrograde a little bit more intense in the areas and the themes around it. Um, Taurus rules the second house of your natal chart and Libras rule the seventh house. Um, the second house being your values and, and daily routines. Um, Tauruses are known to balance. Tauruses are known to like nice things, extravagant things, have good senses and good taste. So there's that um, money and desires coming up within the Taurus energy. The harmony and the peace comes from the Libra aspect of Venus ruling Libras. And uh, Libras rule the seventh house. So let me stop here and explain. You're like, what is a natal chart? What is the second house? What is the seventh house? And how does this apply to me? Well, your natal chart is based on the time of birth. All the planets were specifically at a certain location at your time of birth and where you were born. And the natal chart is made up of 12 houses that align with the zodiac. And each one of those houses are like different pieces of the pie, if you will, to your journey in your life. Um, and so the natal chart will have not only are you your sun sign, which most people know their, their zodiac sun sign, but don't realize they're made up of a lot of other energies. And so you will want to look, if you know your natal chart, be aware of where Venus falls for you what house Taurus and Libra are for you because those are the areas that you could have been impacted by by Venus retrograde, all right? So the, the second house rules our values and our daily routines. So being that retrograde was going on, those could have been really impacted or at least you were more in your mind about those areas of life. Um, and then Libras that rule the seventh house, the seventh house is the relationships and marriage. So holy crap, were relationships really tested during this time? Relationships were a really big theme during this retrograde. So I mentioned it's the planet of love, relationships, intimacy, money, desires, harmony, and peace. So those are all the themes that the retrograde may bring up. It's not to say that you'll have issues or challenges in all those areas, but some more than others. So you're going to want to relate it to yourself and that it impacted the collective as well. So ultimately, it's retrograde is intention is to provide us clarity and relief around the topics of love and relationships, intimacy, money, desires, and that peace that we all desire. Um, also, Venus is responsible for our divine feminine energy. And so here's another thing that people don't realize. We have, we're made up of divine feminine and masculine energy. It's just one more thing to balance out. 
So all these things are energies that need to be balanced, but if we're not aware of them, how can we even balance them out? So you may have noticed an increase of triggers around these areas that happen, and the triggers are actually tests and actually fate to uncover your inner truths and and trying to teach you. It's almost like shining a flashlight on certain areas of your life and it has to be presented by triggering you. So instead of allowing the trigger to overpower you and actually bother you, it's like you need to be mindful enough and grounded enough to be able to realize, hey, this is a trigger. It could be a part of the energy. Let me figure out how this is relating to the energy in the retrograde. And then what do I need to learn from it? Or what can it teach me? All right. So we have Venus now direct, which means the planet is essentially moving in its forward direction. But think of like a drunk that gets up stumbling. When it goes direct, there's still a post shadow of energy from the retrograde that takes a little bit to clear out. And since Venus is such a harsh retrograde, we're going to feel the it getting better, but the oozy dizzy feeling of the retrograde is not going to be completely done until March 1st, actually. And that's when March 1st, the cycles and themes will be complete around this retrograde. Now, does it mean that they're complete for you in your life? That's on you. Certain cycles and lessons are meant to come back around. Or maybe you weren't paying attention. So, of course, they are going to come back around until you notice and you complete your journey's lessons around the things that come up. And the more you are intentionally doing the shadow work and the healing work and the energy work, these cycles and themes will not be complete, but the energy will be complete of them. You may have still more to learn around them, okay? So we have all these other transits that go on and actually one transit that is going on um february 16th coming up before the the cycle is complete is a conjunction with mars which is actually the divine masculine energy um and that's the same day as the full moon in leo so i love this stuff everybody else sometimes people get worried about it or nervous there's nothing to fear around it because whatever you fear you produce more of anyways so it's like I take it on like a challenge. I really like challenges and I like conquering the energy and learning most importantly and helping my journey out and then helping others figure out their journey. But we've got this conjunction, which is actually a good transit. Um, There's other transits like oppositions that are not positive. So we'll have a conjunction between Venus and Capricorn and the conjunction with Mars um, in Capricorn, and it will be a good thing. It will be divine feminine and divine masculine energy meeting together, ultimately wanting us to balance the energies out, but to purge out all the low density energies within us and without us, okay, and in our personal lives and the collective, So being that Venus is ruled by Taurus and Libra, 
you're balancing those two energies with what the retrograde and the direct energy is in. So it was Venus retrograde in Capricorn. You need to understand the Capricorn energy to understand how it balances out and how this impacted the retrograde because that's truly the energy we felt. The planet takes on what what zodiac it's in. So Capricorns, from a balanced perspective, are the father of the zodiac. They are work, 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 structure, discipline. They are not mushy, lovey-dovey people. So they are very loyal, though, and they do anything for their most important relationships. So if you... (laughs) If you understand the Capricorn energy, you can see how it is not compatible with the planet Venus. Venus would be normally like more compatible with like a Cancer energy or a Leo energy. But being that it was in a Capricorn, an Earth element, very cold, very stiff, uh, many relationships were tested, many beliefs around your financial abundance and work um, were were tested or shook or maybe having some doubts brought up into your mind from the retrograde energy and like i said there's nothing to fear it's our stuff that the worries and the doubts and the fears come from three main areas um at a root level and it's our subconscious programming that we've been attuned to our childhood experiences and our generational experiences So around those common themes of love, relationships, intimacy, money, desires, harmony, and peace. So let's talk the relationship aspect and not just love, um, all sorts of connections. While Venus was retrograde, it was really presenting situations to ask us to review our connections and were they are they valuable? Are they feeding your authentic purpose and desires in life and who you are as a person? Or have you outgrown some connections and relationships and maybe need to cut ties with some or to make boundaries and just distance yourself from? Uh, For your highest good, of course. Also because the Capricorn energy is so cold and not so mushy, lovey-dovey, they don't really speak a love language. They'll do for you, but it's almost like that stubborn male that like you have to ask a thousand times to take out the garbage and the, and they're like, "Well, why don't you just ask me? Like be direct." You have to be understandable that when things happen in retrograde at the end of it, you need to be able to look back and see how you were triggered, but also the other people on the other side of that trigger, what they may have been going through without even knowing it, and why some of their actions were a little bit more cold, or why they didn't do as much, or why didn't they feel um, like they were in harmony with you, okay? I want to close off with some journaling that is always good to do after a retrograde because you're really purging out the energy and this is where you learn yourself and self-discovery leads to self-mastery and we become in a place of observation 
and we can stop judging ourselves and being so critical on ourselves but just journal or think out what came up during the time period of december until uh the 29th when venus went direct until we're lingering out all the post dizzy feeling until march 1st what came up for you within your love life what came up in your relationships what came up in your intimacy what came up around money and in your desires in life and what is causing you unharmony and and not having peace in your life and then ask yourself how have you grown during this period of time Okay, now that you can look back and you have something to give you an idea of what was causing you to have some sensitivities and challenges, now ask yourself, how have you grown from this or where, where can you grow from this moving forward? What did you also learn from the other parties involved and what did they teach you during this retrograde? Okay. Are you realizing that you still have a lot of money blocks based on how you were brought up around like, you know, work has to be, you have to work hard to make a lot of money or you have to work a lot to have a lot of money or you can't spend because scarcity of money, like are those things still issues? Maybe you're going to be able to review and reflect and look back and see that, hey, I've been doing this intentional work, but I still have work in this area. And those are the reminders that are really good for us on journey as we are living out life, trying to create more balance and create our heaven on earth. But we need to think of these things. And this is how you use it as a tool and resource to help you move forward in life and to ascend in life, to integrate new, to release the self-limiting beliefs, to release the wounds, to release the past. All right. If you guys have any other questions, please drop them below in the questions. I'm going to do a Q&A on the um, comment box. And I'd like to know if you have any other questions in reference to Venus retrograde, Venus being direct. Um, We have some other episodes coming up uh, for the new moon on Tuesday and just an, an overall Aquarius season upgrade. Don't forget to go check out my website, www.angelicloveandlight.org. There's some upgrades, some new services, and I have a really great special going on right now. It's called an R&R package. It's Reiki and reading, psychic medium read, a 30-minute Reiki session, either distant or locally, and then a 30-minute psychic medium read for only $40. It's such a steal, and it's going on for a limited time. Or if you want to check out some of my other services and reach out, I am here for you all in divine timing. For now, I just wanted to bring you the energy update and let you know that everything's going to be all right and those relationships and things will be shifting back. But keep in mind, all of them that were tested are not meant to be brought back. Um, Some things are needing separation because that's what's for your highest good overall. All right that's it for now. Sending so much love and light out to all of you. Have a beautiful rest of your Sunday reset.